Hello and welcome to Soulful Sessions, the show that creates a space for people to chat openly about spirituality, personal growth and share their life experiences. We care about allowing people to open up authentically and share their soul. I hope you'll join me on this journey of bringing authentic and conscious content to the world through the voice of my incredible guests. If you love our stuff, remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit us up at SoulfulBod on Instagram. Yeah. How are you doing, mate? <laughs> well, I think like let's just start the discussion based on like what is your background and everything about yourself and just give me a little story. Obviously, I know Rachel's my friend. She's a, a plant-based pregnancy coach and she's doing my first ever face-to-face interview with me, which is so cool. Yay. So I'd love her to give you a little, the listeners a little briefing of your story and, and how you got into doing what you do. Okay, cool. So I started like nutrition a couple of years ago when I got really sick and I realized mm. that all the medication I was on wasn't really getting me anywhere. So I kind of went down the nutrition route and then eventually mindset. And I settled on this niche because I felt really drawn to understanding how to have a healthy pregnancy. And because I was plant-based myself, there was a little bit more to understand about having a healthy Mm plant-based pregnancy. So I had helped a few people in this area and I just decided to like put my full focus here because it's so easy as a nutritionist to try and help everyone and there's just so many different areas you could be focusing on totally totally and I think like because there's so many different areas if you spread yourself across them all then you can't really like give your all to the certain area that you want to focus on right yeah yeah definitely so at least now like I can I can be a lot more confident in this area, like fertility, mm. pregnancy, postpartum. And mm. I feel prepared myself if I were to fall pregnant. <laughs> so go so. way ahead, thinking way ahead now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So like, obviously that's your journey into, you know, what you is in have gone into in terms of your profession. But like, obviously I know a lot about your other journey which brought, brought you into the area about, you know, focusing on mindset as well. And you know, we've had so many conversations in terms of, you know, spirituality and personal growth. So I would love for you to kind of, you know, share that story with the listeners, because I think there's so many people that could really get a lot from you and, you know, really connect with you as well. Okay, cool. (laughs) So I don't even know when it all started. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I kind of cruised through life until my dad died when I was Mm -hmm. 20. So he died like two weeks before I turned 21. And it was very, it was like a huge shock because he just died overnight. We woke up and he was gone and everything changed. So mm. I was very like secure and protected. And then all of a sudden kind of had to navigate one parent being gone. And just so much came up, like just memories of what he had told me. And like he told me things about like, when I'm gone, make sure you do this, this and this. And I was like, why would you be saying that to me mm. at such a young age? But all of these things would like surface and my entire 20s then I just went a bit rogue especially the first five years after Mm. he died like I drank a lot and I was just all over the place really Mm. and didn't realize how heartbroken I was I was very numb I just numbed it all out and it was only kind of five years later that I started realizing that I kind of just had to it was like an ice cube that just needed to slowly melt Mm. so I feel like that's kind of what triggered the whole kind of personal growth and not suppressing all the emotions that were attached to him going. And I guess in those years where, you know, you were were dealing with that and numbing yourself and stuff, I guess that was 
not making it any easier for the process of actually releasing it right because obviously you spent so long just pushing it and suppressing it down yeah and it was manifesting in so many different emotions like anger and control I got really controlling over my sisters because Mm. I was just so protective over them and I kind of wasn't letting them just live and live their own life I was just very very protective and I was very angry and yeah it was manifesting in all areas of my life and would you say that that's that was the grief that was manifesting that hadn't been processed I think so yeah Yeah. I really didn't know how to process it I thought it was so much easier to just block it out and I remember even times when I was driving where thoughts would come in and I'd literally just make a decision to like push them straight back out so I was obviously trying really hard to just put a lid on it and not Mm. not try and look at it at all and I guess like looking back you know that's something maybe in those moments that you did have to do like you had to go through that process of learning that you know suppressing it for a while so you could actually you know deal with it and get on with your life but I guess there was that niggling thing inside you to always deal with it yeah yeah definitely and what was the switch then for you that made you sort of think right I've really got to really got to bring these emotions up now and heal them I think they suddenly just started forcing their way through Mm. and there was like no way around it it was around when I was like 27 my brother was really struggling with anxiety and kind of suicidal thoughts so Mm. I found myself in this kind of shock state that reminded me of when my dad was gone so and had you started your personal growth journey or anything like that at this point or was it you know you'd not really looked into kind of spirituality and personal growth yet I hadn't really looked into it I'd gone plant-based like around Mm. when I was 25 and I thought that that in itself was just as like a personal growth journey (laughs) until I started learning about mindset I actually got really sick like around 26 Mm. and um, a doctor said to me you're really really stressed like you're mm. you're getting like really worked up about different things like have you looked at meditation and I kind of tried to look at it but I couldn't really get anywhere with it and mm. then it was only when I was about 27 and my brother was struggling mm. I realized that like I wasn't sleeping so I was worried about him so much and all of a sudden this like meditation weekend came up out of nowhere I couldn't afford it so they let me pay for it like a few months later mm. and it was so amazing to do because they explains like how stress can just create so much anxiousness in the body and can Mm. manifest in physical illness and I had been quite sick like my whole life with Crohn's disease so Mm. it really made sense that any of the stress or worry that I had been kind of going through was probably just manifesting as a physical illness Mm. so learning how to like meditate then was really cool Mm. and that kind of got the ball rolling I think. And I guess when you start when you first initially start in that journey I guess it's kind of a big process with something that heavy that you had to deal with from the past you know how did you start to you know deal with those you know emotions that have been buried for so long like yeah it was weird because it all started coming up slowly which definitely made life easier it wasn't Mm. like suddenly just hitting me in the face and there was other because I joined this kind of like meditation organization mm. there was other teachers that would help if I was struggling so I could just like text them or ring them and I'd say like oh I was meditating and this memory came up from my dad or mm. or like this feeling of sadness or whatever the feeling might be and they'd explain like how it would move on and like I didn't have to attach to it and mm. I learned about the analogy of a blue sky is kind of 
me just like watching when my eyes are closed meditating and the clouds are like thoughts passing mm. by so once I learned that I was like oh I don't actually have to grab onto everything and analyze it and understand mm. why it's coming up because I found that like I was really trying to understand why stuff was coming up to the surface and get mm. to the bottom of it but it was just exhausting like. yeah why is like one of those things that sometimes you just can never answer and it actually drives you more crazy because it leaves your brain just constantly trying to figure something out that in reality you can't figure out you just have to deal with what's there and what's present yeah and a big game changer then like through seeing stuff come up was that I realized since dad died I had been really feeling sorry for myself like I Mm. kind of was just stewing and like oh he's gone like he's abandoned me Mm. and I didn't realize I wasn't taking responsibility for how I was acting then yeah. as a result of that. So learning to take responsibility for that was like, oh shit, this is all on me. Like <laughs> I can't blame anyone else yeah. or like just take anything out on anyone else. Mm, because, you know, that's what we do. It's like how you said the the grief and manifests itself in many different ways. And I guess one of those ways is taking it out on, on other people sometimes through anger and, and that. And, and when we start to actually realize we need to heal our stuff. It also is is owning your stuff as well and owning accepting responsibility for where you've actually caused yourself some more more suffering, I guess. Yeah, bloody self-sabotage. <laughs> I mean, that was just everywhere in my 20s, but it was yeah. so cool to see stuff come up through meditating and just learning, just from reading books like mm. Eckhart Tolle and mm. even Brene Brown. Like she made a big impact in my life, what she was saying about vulnerability and not holding everything in and mm. just like, getting used to sharing things so mm-hmm. that you weren't kind of suppressing them so people like that had a big influence on me and mm-hmm. yeah it really it really helped to like move stuff yeah and you feel so much lighter like I felt like yeah. a huge weight was like starting to come off then and I guess this was over quite some time of like just consistent practice yeah yeah I got a little bit obsessive about meditating then because I kind of like (laughs) went into this mindset of like okay the more I meditate the easier life will be I'll just get rid of all that stuff (laughs) and I was just like kind of just pushing or trying to force the process I think Mm, and I guess when you try and force it 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 maybe doesn't have the same impact as when you just allow it to naturally happen yeah so what was it that like helped you kind of let go of control a little bit more and allow the process just to to work in its own time I think my mindset coach so she's also a monk and Mm. just reminders from her to like try and be present in whatever is Mm. coming up and not try and kind of race to some sort of finish line that doesn't even Mm. exist because like (laughs) we're going to be learning forever and I'm like 30 now so I'm only really doing this three years Mm. so I think I was just trying to become some sort of a really zen, chill person who didn't have any chips on their shoulder, which is like <laughs> ridiculous. It's it's not reality, is no, it? It's, it's not. really not, you know, like everyone who sort of starts on this journey, you know, when you first start it, you always think, oh, I'm going to reach enlightenment. I'm going to, you know, free myself, heal myself of all these things. And it's a journey and it's a, it's a never ending journey because, you know, it's like, uh, I think I think it was you that said to me once it's like peeling back layers of the onion you know and there is so many layers <laughs> there really is yeah. like there's so many and it was only recently in a session with her that I realized I had 
I was attached to like my spiritual ego, which I'm not mm. even sure. Under- like, what's your understanding of that? Because <laughs> I mean, I guess it's like the elitist attitude towards being spiritual. You know, this kind mm. of walking around saying I'm spiritual, and you know, I think because I'm spiritual, I'm more enlightened. I'm better than you. I think better than you. I know better than you. And also, I guess we, we teach people from experience, but we also have our own flaws and still struggles dealing with it. And I think we have to be open about that as well. You know, we can't just teach and say, yeah, we're teaching and we're, we're, you know, on 5d and high vibrational or whatever it is. And it's like, you know, as soon as we start being able to be like, yeah, this is my journey. I'm also struggling. That takes away the elitist attitude to it. But yeah, I I totally get that. I was so up in my spiritual ego as well, you know? Yeah. Like I didn't realize that Mm. I had kind of, labeled myself somebody who was like a bit further along in the path Mm -hmm. and she really highlighted it when when I had said to her like I don't understand why life has been so difficult the last few Mm -hmm. weeks or months like everything just seemed really all over the place I stopped meditating Mm -hmm. like this is since like last November Mm -hmm. and I kind of was just all over the place Mm -hmm. and I and I realized I was attached to a memory of my like zen self from like last year and the year before Mm -hmm. and she was like why are you chasing a memory of like how chill you were Mm -hmm. when you were meditating because I was doing like 90 minutes a day and Mm -hmm. I really did feel floaty but at the same time like I what I was going through the last few months it was just growth and life lessons and I was like scrambling to get back to this like zen (laughs) rage it was ridiculous and then she said oh that's your spiritual ego I was like oh totally I I totally I think that's where integration comes in right it's like you know finding a balance between all the aspects that you have of yourself and you know and making growth your your priority but it's you know you can't forget to be who you are you don't have to be zen 24 7 like that is not the reality of life and not the reality of being a human being yeah and like people come into your life who are going to trigger stuff mm. and <laughs> and you don't even realize that like you know there's stuff that you've been holding on to like mm. there's been a lot of like self-worth stuff that I've had to deal with and just kind of like insecurities that mm. I thought I was fine with and then it started coming up again recently and I was like oh great like, and then you're like fuck's sake I'm going back to like square one again you know yeah. but I think that's what I love about being on this journey is like you become much more able to notice when these things are being triggered and you have the sort of tools in your kit to kind of deal with it um in in better ways than maybe you would you know five years ago when it's the more self-sabotaging behaviors that take over yeah and having people in your life to reflect things to you Mm. as well like the fact that she could say that as a coach and she could like guide me through it and then Mm. even friends just saying like right you don't seem happy Mm. or you know it kind of gave me the initiative to look at where I had let go of like self-care things like whether it was meditating or whatever other things that I do that kind of help me balance a bit Mm, exactly and and I love what you say about that it's like remembering when you've let go of those self-care things but also not falling back into like the codependency and the identity that they give you you know what I mean it's also that balance of you know making sure that you have these things in in your life as a foundation but and then integrating them with your day-to-day life enjoying yourself having fun in life you know not becoming you know, so obsessed with these things and codependent on these things that, you know, I have to be Zen 24 seven. Yeah. And I know, I remember I used to beat myself up if I'd forget certain things. Even like, like 
taking things too seriously mm. or just being a little bit more gentle with myself and not being so hard on myself mm. and then I remember a monk saying in like a retreat I was on before he's actually really cool he's a spiritual coach online you know oh yeah yeah the one. he's so cool <laughs> I was like is this you I thought it was you didn't I <laughs> it was your friend incognito <laughs> literally I was like is this you because it followed your Instagram account so I was like is this Rachel <laughs> yeah he's really cool and in one of the meetings before he said like don't beat yourself up about forgetting things that you've mm. learned on your spiritual path when you remember in the moment that's all that matters like yeah, just, just so keep true going so true and there's so much involved in spirituality so many different practices so many different ways of looking at it but you know the real the real part of it is just becoming more aware and noticing your behaviors and noticing when you're falling into these patterns and being able to deal with them in a better way it's not necessarily about becoming enlightened whatever that means like yeah, I'm I don't even know. sure <laughs> like I have an emotion all I want to do is like not project my shit on other people yeah. which I have been doing and I still catch myself do mm. and we all have those things that we struggle with the most like you say is like projection and then you know my thing is like codependency and I don't want to fall back into or like getting way caught up in like empathic behavior and stuff and it's nice that we can just sit and say that you know because I think it's so good to be on that level where you can just own your shit but also in a compassionate way yeah yeah definitely because like it's gonna go on forever really I mean mm. we're not just gonna get to a point in our lives where everything's like really cruisy and easy you know mm. like something is going to trigger us whether it's a person or you have kids and then mm. like that brings up its own stuff you know like <laughs> totally so yeah I think taking it all seriously mm. was a big issue that I had for sure and mm. like somebody said to me before if you take each day less seriously than the previous day mm. your life will be so much easier mm. and it's so true because mm. everything is just like lighter like even if you think about getting wound up in a traffic jam and if you just remember like oh there's no need for me to take this seriously it'll be mm. fine it just kind of lets it move on instead of like you know getting really worked up by it yeah. and because it just gets stuck otherwise yeah you know do you think that maybe helped you having that perspective with processing a lot of the emotions that you know you did have to deal with with your dad and stuff but maybe looking at it in a way that was a bit more you know I've got to bring this to the surface now but you know trying to sort of each day make it a bit lighter yeah definitely yeah because like it's so heavy grief and especially when you kind of put a lot of emphasis on like your parents being there forever mm. and you kind of attach to all these notions about like weddings and all that stuff so once I let go of all of that and I was just like I understood that that was just the end of life for him but mm. he did his best you know and we'll just like my sisters and I will just like you know do our best look after ourselves and that's all that really like matters now mm, I love that because I think you know there's also an element I guess you know everyone obviously processes things and deals with things in their own way particularly when it comes to grief but it's the letting go that's important it's not holding it so it stays stuck in you and mm. then causes it to to manifest in different areas like in your case the projection yeah yeah like it was manifesting in relationships I started just avoiding men like the plague for years I was just like <laughs> oh this is too much and I don't even know how that's linked to my dad being gone but for some reason it just felt like too much effort just getting yeah. into relationships and then once I did get into one after that big break it was like so much subconscious stuff was coming up I was like god damn it that's because I like avoided it for so long so, yeah. and it's like you said different things they just 
trigger different emotions and they bring new layers that we have to process you know um I guess if someone's listening and they're kind of like in that space where at the moment they're they feel like maybe they haven't processed uh, any form of grief however that is whoever they've lost maybe in their life you know what would you say is the first kind of steps from your experience to actually you know begin to start that journey of actually processing and healing healing those emotions I think you, you kind of have to want to but also sometimes it just forces its way through like mm-hmm. I had no intention of healing it or processing it it just started coming up and I just got help with it then whether mm-hmm. it was like meditation teachers or a professional and and then I it didn't feel quite as overwhelming so it depends because some people really aren't ready like I wasn't mm-hmm. ready for years yeah. so I think if somebody's going through grief at the moment then just take a step back and see where you're at. And if, mm. if you feel like you're ready to kind of look at it and deal with it. Mm. That's so important because, you know, you might have these emotions that are surfacing, but you might not be in a period of your life where you are ready to deal with it. And I think becoming, I guess, aware of your emotions around the situation and knowing whether this is the, t- this is the time to actually start processing it. Um, and if it is the time, making sure you get that professional help. It's not about doing it on your own. I guess if you tried to do it on your own, it probably wouldn't have actually been brought to the surface in, in the right way. Yeah, definitely. I think being really gentle with yourself with how you dealt with it initially, because mm-hmm. the first few years for me, it was just complete self-sabotage, like drinking loads and just going a little bit wild and mm-hmm. even like pulling away from friends. I noticed that friends who I had known for years really struggled to communicate to me after my dad died like they felt really uncomfortable and I took that personally I was like wow like they won't even bring it up but actually I forgot that they hadn't experienced that and they Mm. just didn't know what to say and they were just nervous you know Mm. so I started pushing them away then because I was like oh they just don't care but now in hindsight I'm like oh no they just couldn't relate no and they just they didn't know how to to deal with it and and I guess you know that's when you said about you know being gentle with yourself but not only other people that are involved in the situation because there is still people even though it's you that's personally dealing with it there is still other people that drift in and out that kind of have to be on that reciprocating end of of your emotions as well yeah so it's like so important to just do the best that you can in the moment but if you feel like you didn't handle it well like for me I just kind of pulled away from people then I kind of have to just look back and be like oh I feel bad and I can apologize for it but also just take responsibility and just be like that's how Mm. that was the mindset I was in at the time Mm. that's that's great I love that (laughs) and I think like if you look and reflect on your journey I guess you know for in terms of growth what's been the sort of biggest things that you've kind of noticed that have changed in your life now Uh, as well as you know accepting that responsibility I think having an awareness of thoughts Mm -hmm. and just like because you know the way it can be so noisy you know and like you might be grabbing different stories and different contacts and stuff so having an aware awareness of that makes a big difference and having other people to remind you like reminders are so big for me I'm Mm. so forgetful (laughs) (laughs) having people you can go to who can remind you that like you're doing your best or maybe like redirect you slightly and you know it kind of stops you from stewing and stuff for ages I mean I had literally this with Rach the other day (laughs) I was having a day where I was like you know so much overwhelm and things and you know and Rach just said to me you know 
be gentle with yourself, that kind of thing. And I just, I love that because it doesn't matter where we are on our journey. It's sometimes impossible to remember to deal with things. So having that support system in place of people that can just be like, just slow down, take it easy. Like you don't need to rush this, you know, you don't need your, you're just having a bad day, (laughs) you know, and we all have them. Yeah. And sometimes just being instead of doing all the time, like Mm. I'm always making lists and trying to like, get ahead of myself and it's like oh I could actually just be here now and stop (laughs) trying to like jump into next week I think everyone suffers with that though (laughs) not being able to be present is like one of the hardest things we do because we're I guess conditioned in a way to you know project into the future go back to our past and figure out things you know our brains constantly so it's not like it's that kind of what you said earlier just letting go of those moments you know yeah and you can do it like you can meditate eyes open as well like you mm. can even just even just pick in a simple word like om you know mm. that one that's using yoga a lot yeah, yeah. like I found that when I learned that I could meditate eyes open all it meant was that if I'm in a conversation and I'm starting to lose like focus and my mind's going off into mm. tangents I could just throw a word in or a sentence in and it would kind of bring me back to now. And that kind of helped because mm. I was just so much more present. Yeah. And like you said, even, you know, we're, we might not be able to be present in conversation as well. You know, there's so many times when I think I'm listening to someone and then there's like loads of crap going around in my head. So I think that's really great. The idea of like bringing it back and being able to, you know, meditate with your eyes open so you can be in those situations and bring it back to that listening and engaging with the person that you're having the discussion with yeah because I found I was interrupting people a lot it was just Mm. a habit I was constantly like interrupting and and it's it's not fair really at all so the more I started doing that the more I realized like oh I can actually just like let them speak and stop trying (laughs) to jump ahead it's that that crop control though isn't it you know that's one of the things that I think comes back for anyone who's been on the I guess started the personal growth and spiritual journey is that like before they always have some sort of issue with control and wanting to be in control and wanting to do things their way and have things their way and you know this journey forces you to to let go of control doesn't it like do you find that as well when you catch yourself like trying to like orchestrate something (laughs) and then all of a sudden you're like shit this is actually completely out of my control especially like you know with when it starts romanticizing and fantasizing oh my god like the rabbit holes I send myself down (laughs) yeah but and it's just it's me before I sort of you know started to notice these behaviors and stuff but I still fall back into them you know I'm not not perfect but I guess it is you know more and more I hope that I can get better and better at letting go of the control you know yeah definitely don't we all though (laughs) yeah I mean and we are like you know it's just like a process really all that matters is that we're enjoying what we can Mm -hmm. now really and not taking it too seriously because like we're all doing our best we are no matter where we're at like definitely where can people find you and um, so my instagram is at human health it's mm-hmm. all like plant-based pregnancy so if you're into that she's got some great mindset stuff on there as well though yeah I <laughs> you do know love i love mindset. that so yeah if you need a little bit of a mindset but definitely connect with Rach. she's a she's been a great friend and you know we met here in like the bizarre the most bizarre kind of way really <laughs> through, through work and stuff and um 
you know, and it's just been great getting to know you and, you know, your mindset is just incredible. And I think it's really nice to have that sort of person that I can share those sort of journeys with. And I love that. Oh, thank you. You're such a gem. <laughs> and I love what you're doing. You're so honest. Thanks, like mate. even what you share in SofaBot, it's amazing. So thank you, mate. honestly, well done for doing your thing. <laughs> thank you. And we'll wrap up with one final question that I ask all my guests and that's to share a message from your soul. So this could be something that someone needs to hear right now. So you can take some time if you need something to come to you. Okay. I think take each day less seriously than the previous day because nothing needs to be too serious. And the more we just kind of let it be, the easier it is. I love that. <laughs> Thanks, Ray. Thank you. Thanks, Ray. Thank you. <laughs> And that's a wrap from today's episode. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. And don't forget to watch our episode next week on Wednesday, 7 p.m. EST. If you want to connect with us, then you can find our social media links in our bio and it's at SoulfulBoard at Instagram. You can also support us if you'd like on Patreon. Thank you so much, guys, and we hope you found a little bit of inspiration in this episode.